0: I recently read Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art, by James Nestor. You and I complete approximately 26,000 breaths a day. How we execute those breaths, heavy or light, fast or slow, deep or shallow, through the mouth or through the nose, will have a significant impact on how we feel. That's why after reading Breath, I've started pausing throughout the day and asking myself two questions to optimize my breathing and feel my best. Those questions are, am I nasal breathing? And could I breathe less? Here's why I ask those questions. First, am I nasal breathing? Nearly half of all people are chronic mouth breathers and are chronically stressed and exhausted as a result. To prove how bad mouth breathing is, author James Nestor implanted silicone plugs in his nose for 10 days. After just a few hours of plugging his nose and breathing solely through his mouth, He felt awful. His heart rate variability plummeted, indicating that he was in a state of chronic stress. His blood pressure spiked by 13 points, putting him in a stage 2 state of hypertension. And the longer Nestor's nose was plugged, the harder it was to concentrate on his work and remember simple facts. Mouth breathing was making him dumber. After 10 days of mouth breathing, Nestor removed the silicone plugs and breathed through his nose again. After just a few hours of nasal breathing, Nestor felt like a different person. He experienced more mental clarity, his blood pressure stabilized, and his stress was gone. Nestor continued nasal breathing at night by putting a postage stamp-sized piece of surgical tape over his mouth before bed. Just imagine a Charlie Chaplin mustache moved down an inch. This small piece of tape forced him to breathe through his nose, but allowed him just enough room to cough or talk. After a few days of nasal breathing while sleeping, Nestor reduced his snoring from four hours a night to just 10 minutes a night and woke up feeling refreshed. Nestor learned the hard way that we are all meant to breathe through our nose. When we breathe through our nose, we purify, heat, moisten, and pressurize the air we breathe, which increases the amount of oxygen we absorb with each inhale by 10 to 15%. And when we nasal breathe, we create six times more nitric oxide in our bodies. Nitric oxide gas increases blood circulation throughout the body, which helps sustain your energy throughout the day. For an additional boost of nitric oxide, occasionally make a small noise at the back of your throat while you nasal breathe. Try and do your best imitation of Darth Vader or hum as much as possible while you exhale. Humming is proven to create a 15-fold increase in nitric oxide. Unfortunately, many people don't get the benefits of nasal breathing because they're congested and find it hard to breathe through the nose. If you ever find nasal breathing difficult, just try the following exercise a few times to clear your nasal airways. Exhale through your nose, then pinch your nose shut and hold your breath. Shake your head up and down or side to side to keep your mind off the breath hold. When you experience an intense sensation to breathe, take a slow controlled breath through your nose. Repeat this exercise until you can comfortably breathe in and out of your nose. The more you remind yourself to breathe through your nose during the day, the easier it will be to breathe through your nose. Nestor says, nasal breathing begets more nasal breathing because when you breathe through your nose, you tone the tissues and muscles in your nasal airway to stay open. The second question I've learned to ask myself during the day to optimize my breathing is, could I breathe less? Lao Tzu once said, A perfect man breathes as if he is not breathing. In Japan, legend has it that an aspiring samurai soldier would have a feather placed under his nose while he inhaled and exhaled. If the feather moved, that soldier would be dismissed and could not become a samurai. When it comes to your breathing, less is more. When you take in fewer breaths a minute, you increase carbon dioxide. And the more carbon dioxide you have in your body, the more oxygen you absorb. When oxygen molecules travel in the bloodstream via red blood cells, they want to go to tissues in the body that contain carbon dioxide. A silly analogy to illustrate the point, the cells of your body are like nightclubs, and carbon dioxide molecules are attractive women in the nightclub, and oxygen molecules are a bunch of single guys. Those guys want to go to the clubs that have the most attractive women. When oxygen molecules leave the bloodstream and go to a tissue cell, a carbon dioxide molecule will leave that tissue cell and travel up the bloodstream to the lungs via the red blood cell that brought the oxygen molecule. Back to the nightclub analogy, it's as though a cab brings a single guy to a nightclub, but once he goes in the club, an attractive woman leaves the club in the same cab that brought the man to the club. When you have optimal levels of carbon dioxide in your body, you'll experience optimal levels of oxygen absorption, which will make you feel incredible. Yandel Henderson, the director of the Laboratory of Applied Physiology at Yale, says carbon dioxide is the chief hormone of the entire body. It is the only one that is produced by every tissue. Carbon dioxide is, in fact, a more fundamental component of living matter than is oxygen. The easiest way to build up carbon dioxide in your body is to breathe lighter and less frequently. As you watch the rest of this video, try and breathe three times slower and softer than you're currently breathing. Experiments show that you can keep your blood oxygen level saturated and increase your carbon dioxide by 25% by simply reducing the number of breaths you take from 18 breaths a minute, the number of breaths the average American takes, to just six breaths a minute. Whenever we're stressed, we tend to breathe quickly. And when we breathe quickly, Our lungs only absorb about a quarter of the oxygen we inhale and exhale the rest along with huge amounts of carbon dioxide. That's why it's important to notice your breathing during the day and ask yourself, could I breathe less? Slow down your inhales and exhales and take comfortable pauses between breaths. Your goal during the day should be to take in just enough air to meet your metabolic needs and no more. In the end, optimal breathing starts by routinely asking yourself, Am I nasal breathing, and could I breathe less? When you remember to shut your mouth and nasal breathe, you increase nitric oxide, which increases blood flow. And when you remember to breathe less, you increase carbon dioxide. With more nitric oxide and carbon dioxide in your body, more oxygen gets to your cells, which means more energy throughout the day. How you breathe during the day can be the difference between feeling exhausted and feeling your best. That was the core message that I gathered from Breath by James Nestor. Nestor has fundamentally changed the way I think about breathing. I highly recommend this book. If you would like a one-page PDF summary of insights that I gathered from this book, just click the link below and I'd be happy to email it to you. If you already subscribed to the free productivity game email newsletter, this PDF is sitting in your inbox. If you like this video, please share it. And as always, thanks for watching, and have yourself a productive week.